Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yes, at uh, the time of the morning, we'll be joined by our very own uh, Professor Abu Bakr Sidat on uh, Muslim News. Abu, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful uh, Tuesday morning? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Jazallahu anna Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima wa ahluhu. Gee, with the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are doing well, Shafat Ahmad. And I think... Uh, we pray that uh, you and the listeners and Yusuf are all well also in the loop of uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. Jisha Fatima, a lot of things happening in the Muslim world. And uh, as you spoke with uh, our parliamentarian, I think uh, we are in a crisis situation, uh, especially South African Muslims. When you look at that uh, list of all the Muslim countries throughout the world, Muslim majority countries, and the statistics uh, showing South Africa at the top of the list, I think it's uh, one of concern. But this is Allah's uh, edict uh, that uh, when we will go, when we will stay, who will stay, who will go. And uh, this is the situation. But Shafat, uh, this morning I want to start off with a very personal uh, anecdote or a tribute uh, to a, a very close friend of mine uh, who passed away yesterday. His name was uh, Haji Asif Mullah. Uh, you know, everyone shall taste of death. That, uh, you know, and uh, sometimes we as mortal humans do not taste death at the moment, but are touched by the death of every human or some human beings. The death of a human diminishes me because I belong to mankind. This was a very famous saying, and I think I said it many times on uh, our radio station. Without being sounding to be morbid, we as the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam are reminded of our ultimate destination that Allah Ta'ala has created for us. That is our ultimate destination being genital Firdos, inshallah, for everyone. We experience the loss of our loved ones sometimes in our journey through life. And yesterday, many of us were touched by the passing of Haji Asif Mullah. To have had the opportunity to be called closely associated with Mahum was a truly amazing lesson in life. His character was of a valued human who espoused humility, respect, dignity, and care for not only his close associates, but also to strangers who had occasion to have made his acquaintance. Generosity and humbleness were imbued in his nature. He has returned to Allah's mercy. And we, while acknowledging his passing, celebrate the noble lessons that he taught us. This is the memory we cherish. Allah granting the highest stage in general for those in the year after and bestow the family with solace and fortitude. See, Amen. this was just a short-term tribute I wanted to pay to this uh, person, Shafat Ahmed. And it was such a pleasure Love. meeting him. In fact, mm. he grew up in front of me and... Uh, uh, in, uh, Allah Tala knows best, uh, that he gives the family and, uh, everyone, uh, the capacity to, uh, to bear this loss and carry on forward with, uh, and learn the lessons that, uh, he taught every one of us, inshallah. 
Yes, Shafat. Another very interesting uh, development that is taking place. We talked many times on this uh, radio station about the military-industrial complex in uh, the United States of America, Shafat. And uh, the largest and latest and deadliest fighter jet to come out of this complex is the F-22 fighter jet. And its exclusive use is reserved for the United States of America and Israel. The other older, older models of Atomat is uh, the F-35, exclusively reserved for sale to the Arab regimes in the Middle East and North Africa. Now you would wonder that why the United States of America wants to exclusively sell the F-35, which is an older model, only to the Arabs and uh, to the North Amer- uh, Africans. That is practically all the Arab uh, authoritarian regimes uh, in the Middle East. But there is a catch of this uh, for this Shafat. The F-35 is stored in the desert of Nevada. There's a problem, Shafat. Its gunships crack when they release their arsenal, and the other stru- and there are many other structural problems. Its software has over 900 bugs that cannot be resolved. The Arabs would obviously reject the F-35 and opt for the F-22, not so Shafat. They are buying mm. the F-35. <laughs> sure. Oh, you just can't believe it, right? Sure. Unreal. The Muslim country. <laughs> mm. hey, you can understand what type of leadership they are. Gee, the Muslim country that went to purchase fighters from Russia has been castigated by the United States of America for not standing in the queue for the F-35. You must have guessed it who this country is, Shafat. Yes, President Erdogan of Turkey has rejected the F-35 <laughs> and opted to look at the Russian manufactured fighters for the Turkish Air Force. And this is the sad situation of the Muslim countries, knowing full well that they have problems with this F-35, and there are hundreds of them, Shabbat, lined up in the deserts of Nevada, waiting to be purchased. And the Arabs are being promised that, look, we will resolve all the issues with the F-35s as long as you buy them. Because these are now, uh, we would say, uh, outdated, because they have to need to replace it. Obsolete, that's the word you look, I'm looking for. And what has happened is, this F-22, the, uh, before Trump went out, they have made it uh, exclusively that only the United States of America, maybe NATO, and uh, Israel will be able to purchase these aircrafts. And we are spending billions and billions of dollars on things which we are not going to use, which Arab countries at war with itself or with another country, the only one that they are uh, smashing to smithereens are the Yemenis uh, who have no weapons and uh, fighting against the Houthis, Shafatamad. Which other country is at war with itself or with its neighbors? And uh, why do they need uh, these type of uh, lethal weapons when they are not going to use them and they'll be also parked in the deserts of uh, Saudi Arabia? Gee, another very sad situation that is developing, uh, my brother, is that uh, Donald Trump, before he left uh, the White House, signed an order to designate uh, the Houthis as an 
a sponsor of uh, terrorism. And this, in effect, uh, puts a damper on uh, the lives of the Yemenis. You know, Yemenis under devastation. Trump's last act was to place a ban on food and medication, reaching the millions of Yemenis starving in this war ravaged country. He effectively placed the sentence by declaring the Houthis in Sanaa as sponsors of terrorism. So no one else can do business, and we know that the Houthis are in control in Sanaa, and they are the ones through whom the food and the medication can reach uh, the ordinary civilians. And this is the sad tragedy that uh, we pray that uh, Biden has got some sense and uh, gives a presidential order to overturn this uh, last act of uh, genocide that uh, Trump carried out against the Yemenis. Another developing story is that over the last five years, the the Greeks and the Turkish people (coughs) were having problems in the Asian and the Mediterranean Sea. And now they've come to the census and they've gone to the negotiating table to decide how to share out uh, the the maritime uh, rules of uh, the United Nations and uh, what belongs to whom in the Mediterranean and the Turkish. uh, The the Turks are making claims, and the Greeks Greeks are also making claims, and we pray that uh, this is a very vital uh, strategic uh, waterway that they can come to some agreement so that no flare-ups can take place in this uh, in this region. Also, it's now about 10 years of, uh, regarding the Arab Spring. Uh, we remember that in Tunisia, the youngster was a vendor, uh, uh, killed himself by burning, uh, setting himself alight, and uh, this uh, sparked the Arab Spring throughout the Middle East. It is now 10 years, and Egypt uh, has not uh, stopped harassing the people uh, who are participants or who support uh, the change of government in the, from authoritarian to democracy. Egypt arrested and imprisoned journalists and human rights activists and opposition politicians. The prison system also in Egypt has come under scrutiny for the abuses being meted out to the inmates. We remember that the United States of America and the United Kingdom used the prisons of Mubarak and Bashar al-Assad of Syria for the rendition of freedom fighters and innocent citizens from Muslim countries to be tortured at the cost of millions of dollars per rendition prisoner. The most well-known was prisoner who was renditioned was our sister Afia Siddiqui who was renditioned by Musharraf. And in fact, every prisoner that they sent to these prisons in Syria and Egypt, they were given a million dollars to torture them and uh, uh, get information regarding uh, the Mujahid who participated in uh, Afghanistan and uh, because of the 9-11 story at Shafadamad. Inshallah, Latra, make it easy, Shafad, to you and the listeners of uh, Sirius FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Abu Bakr, see that oh. absolutely brilliant there. Alhamdulillah, a little bit of a honey. You need some rosewood honey, Abu. And uh, is it simply take your cup away. 
<laughs> I tell you every morning, hey, it's the best honey in the world, uh, Abu. You better get it. I tell you, it'll put Inshallah. you right. No, I got it already. Oh, you got it? Okay. Okay, you have it now, Abu. Imam Salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Salam. I tell you, Yusuf's Uber is waiting, people. So he's got an appointment with his uh, baby there. Alhamdulillah. So we'll let you, we'll give you chutti, Yusuf. And uh, to all our listeners uh, this morning, a big jazakallah khair for tuning in. Really enjoy your company. We'll be with you tomorrow, inshallah. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum. Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.